0: We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. All right, so today I have John Horn on the line, and he's CEO over at Stub Group Advertising. John, welcome to the show. Adam, so great to speak with you. All right, John, so uh, excited to talk about today's topic. So whether or not businesses should bring digital marketing in-house or outsource. So I think that's a great topic. And uh, just to get us kicked off, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at Stub Group.
1: Absolutely. So here at Subgroup, we are a digital advertising agency.
0: So we work with brands
1: large and small across the globe, helping them manage their digital campaigns across Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, so forth and so on. It was trying to connect them with customers who are searching for them or need to find them online.
0: So, you know, at the end of this, I'll give you an opportunity to leave your website or social media, however people should follow up with you. Um, what type of um, companies, you mentioned large and small, any specific niches or things that you specialize in over another?
1: We like to say that we are vertical agnostic when it comes to the clients we work with. So we've got everything from local mom and pop shop. Just trying to, you know, reach people in their local area up to, you know, multinational corporations and pretty much everywhere in between. So we, uh, we're, we're pretty,
0: pretty diverse with the clients that we serve. So I, I like to look at this topic, you know, from both sides of it, if you will. So meaning whether a business should keep things in-house or what kind of things they should keep in-house. And then also we'll get into, you know, what are some things that some obvious things that they should possibly um, outsource. Um, let's start with the in-house. I mean, what what are some of the things that you've seen, you know, many times make sense for in-house um, marketing teams to to keep their, to keep a handle on? Yeah, that's, that's
1: a great question. That's something that comes up a lot when businesses reach out to us and they're trying to make that, that decision of, of, hey, should I you know, keep that work in-house, hire employees? Should I work with an outsourced agency, some combination? Um, there's, there's a couple of scenarios that I see where it makes sense to keep that in-house. Usually it's going to be more of a larger business where they just have so much going on in the digital marketing space that they need people full-time in-house just monitoring things, working on things, testing things, and they're driving enough revenue from those campaigns to justify the expense of having one or more full-time employees work on those campaigns all day, every day. So usually it's, again, a large large organization where they have that need. And then often, too, if if they have need for real-time monitoring or real-time changes – for example, maybe they're needing to constantly create new Facebook ads, jump on the latest trend, or they have some kind of you know, real-time bidding strategies where they need people monitoring things every minute of the day. Those are some scenarios where it might make sense to have people in-house where you know they're always going to be laser-focused on your campaigns. Um but even in those scenarios, often what I'll see is that those companies will have kind of a combination of in-house teams, as well as try and tap into some outside expertise to help on maybe the strategic side of things or keeping up with the uh, new you know, features or changes rolling
0: out from the platforms. Yeah, that makes total sense. And so those are, I mean, those are quite usually pretty big budgets when we talk about spend in general for somebody to justify the expense of uh of, of running those campaigns, obviously there has to be a direct ROI towards that overhead, not just uh, not just uh, wanting to keep it in house, so to speak. So it makes sense for there to be a business reason behind it. And I've seen, you know, I've seen people make the decision both ways. Like some want want a little bit more control, some don't. I mean, some are kind of um, hesitant to work with outside help for some of that, especially if they've scaled or they've done a lot of things in house and that's you know where they got to where they were. And I guess that's the well, we've always done it this way. Syndrome, if you will, <laughs> I and mean, that's kind of the way that it usually works. Um, so, I guess let's look at the other side of the coin now. Um, and what are, some, what are some things that you think um, just are pretty logical to, to go and to hire outside agencies who maybe have a different expertise or excel in a different niche?
1: Yeah, I'd say one of the, the biggest pros uh, to working with an outside agency is simply being able to tap into a much wider breadth of expertise and knowledge. So if you have an in-house team, you're, you know, you're limiting yourself to the, the knowledge and experience of that person or those people. And it's really easy as time progresses for those team members to just kind of get tunnel vision. They know what works or what doesn't work maybe in their in their space. But when you're working with an agency, they're able to see what's working, what strategies, what tactics across all kinds of different businesses. They're able to see much wider trends and patterns in consumer behavior and how people are reacting to digital advertising. And then they're also usually much more up to date with the latest and greatest that the platforms are rolling out. So new strategies, new features, new ad types, because Google and Facebook and the other uh, Big, uh, you know, big platforms out there, they're constantly looking to train those agencies and hey, here's, you know, here's what's working. Here's what's newest. You know, here's how you can get that competitive edge. So simply having that depth of expertise and having that, um, that information about, you know, what is, what is new? How can you get above, get it on top of your competitors? And then also too, a third thing I'd say is simply having advanced support from those platforms. So most advertisers, they're not spending enough themselves to, you know, get access to advanced support at, say, Google or Facebook beyond just kind of, you know, calling the main line and hopefully reaching somebody who can answer a question. But at the agency level, what we're able to provide um, and other agencies like us is, you know, much, much more, or I should say, much higher level of support. So when those problems, issues come up, which always do come up, <laughs> you can try to get to uh, get to the bottom of those things. And get resolution much more quickly, um, and in a much more satisfactory fashion for our clients than if you're just trying to work through the, uh, the normal generic, uh, helplines.
0: Man, that's a great point. Um, definitely having that um, um, that agency contact and not having to deal with it yourself or in house or figure out what's going on. I mean, that's that's a great great point. Um, so, what's what's interesting that you're seeing from your vantage point? Because you, you do have an interesting thing because you have your because you work with many companies so you, and you have your, your finger kind of on the pulse of what's out there. So, what's interesting and exciting you right now in your space? Yeah,
1: well, I'll say e-commerce in particular has had a very wild year, as you can imagine, since, uh, since the start of COVID and just the sheer number of consumers who've shifted so much of their spending online. So we've seen and helped a lot of our e-commerce uh, clients kind of capitalize on that. We've seen some record numbers for many of them as they tap into that, that change in behavior. We've also seen a lot of historically retail companies make the move to e-commerce. And realize, okay, this is the time where we need to reach people online because we can't rely on them being able to come into our physical brick-and-mortar locations. So that's been super exciting. Um, and then along with that, because there's been such a, a rush, like a, kind of a gold rush to the e-commerce space, we've seen Google and Facebook really crack down in the way that they um, enforce many of their policies related to e-commerce companies. And so we've seen a lot of companies accidentally violating policies they didn't know they were violating and getting red strikes or getting their account suspended by Google and by Facebook which puts them in a pickle of a situation because it's really hard to reverse those issues once they happen. So we've also seen a lot of people reaching out to us looking for help with those types of things, as well as helping our own clients with that and trying to make sure that they're uh, dotting all their I's, checking all their T's and, uh, and keeping Google and Facebook and so forth happy with how they're structuring their accounts and their websites.
0: So we're just going into Q2 of uh, 2021 as we're recording this. So what's next for Stubgroup? Group?
1: Yeah, what's next for subgroup is you know, continuing to um, work with new clients, bring on board new clients that we think we're a good fit for, where we see opportunities to help them grow. Uh, we've got lots of people reaching out. Either they've been working with agencies and aren't happy with the results they've seen, or they're just getting into the advertising space. Like I said, a lot of those uh, retail locations that are making the plunge, moving some of those dollars over to the digital side of things. So it's been really fun to help them strategize how they can uh, come into the 21st century (laughs) in that way. And then we're also really doing a lot on the Amazon side of things as well, because again, so many people start their journey uh, searching for any kind of product online on Amazon. So that's the place you need to be if you're selling some kind of a physical product. And there's a lot of advertising tools and other tools available through Amazon to help um, make that profitable
0: uh, for you as a seller. Awesome. Well John, it's been great having you on the show today and uh, getting, uh, getting tips from your vantage point and from what you're doing in the agency world. That being said, if somebody is listening to this and uh, they want to learn more about what you're doing and to connect with you and your team over at Stub Group, um, what's the best way for them to reach out and to do that?
1: Yeah, best way is just check out our website, stubgroup.com, and uh, give us a call. It's the number on there. Fill out a form. Check us out. We'd love to chat about what you're doing and see if there are any ways we can help with your own advertising campaigns.
0: Fantastic. Well, John, really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, learning more about your business and to the audience as always. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We definitely want you to, to come back and to be a return listener or viewer if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. And John, thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you, Adam.